A story moment with Hansa and Dash in the city of the big castle. Get more episodes at storymoment.com. Season 1, Episode 15, A Birthday Surprise. There is a tower just off of Old Town Square in the city of the big castle. On every side is a clock face, but the western side is the largest. And though it can't be seen from the ground, if you look carefully above the eleventh hour, there is a little window. This is Hansa's window. Hansa is a very brave field mouse. Though he is not from the city of the big castle, like his best friend Dash, he has made his home in the village of the tower mice. His curtains are open today. There must be adventure. Hansa stretched his arms out to the side, then stuck his hands behind his head, making himself a little pillow. He pulled his left foot up and rested it on his knee. Then he leaned back on the tip of the hour hand and stared up at the minute hand of the clock. He watched as the minute hand neared the twelve. Almost, he shouted out. The minute hand clicked again. Just one more minute. Hansa sat up and held tight. He swung a leg down around either side of the hour hand and then squeezed them together tightly. The minute hand made its final click towards the top of the clock face, striking the twelve. And with it, the hour hand made an abrupt change from pointing straight to the left at the nine to angling up towards the ten. In that very moment, Hans's comfortable place of rest, where he looked out at the square below, turned into a slide. Here I go, he shouted as he began to slide down towards the center of the clock. He kept his legs swung over the sides and squeezed more when he needed to break. As he approached the end of the hour hand, he thrust his tail towards the handle of the little door opening into the passageway and rolled his body inwards. Hansa tumbled over and over, laughing as he did into the passageway. He sat up, dusted his pants off, and realized he'd landed right at the feet of someone. It was Dash. You were sliding down the clock again, weren't you? She asked. Oh, yes, said Hansa, and I'm getting good at it, too. I thought so. I went to your home, but you weren't there. I checked the time and figured you'd be out here. Hansa walked ahead towards his house. Dash followed right behind him. Why were you looking for me? He asked as he reached out for his door handle. Actually, I wasn't. Mr. Whittle was. He asked me if I'd seen you, so I went to check for you at your house. Hansa released his door handle and turned around. Huh? I wonder what great uncle wants. I'll go and check. Afterward, do you want to get together? Do something? Dash shook her head. Sorry, I can't today. I've got to get... She paused. I've got to get something done. I could help if you want, Hansa offered. 
Oh, no, that's all right. Plus, I'm sure Mr. Whittle will keep you for a long time, maybe even all day. And with that, Dash walked away, yelling, See you later, over her shoulder. Well, that's weird, said Hansa to himself. And then he went to find his great uncle. When Dash arrived back at her house, Mrs. Shorttail asked her immediately, Do you think he suspected anything? No, he has no idea we are throwing him a surprise party, said Dash. Have you found his gift yet? pressed Mrs. Shorttail. I have an idea, but I'm going to need Flicker to help me get it. What is it? asked her mother. You're going to have to wait for the surprise as well. Her mother frowned and then smiled. I'll organize all the tower mice to get the party set up for this afternoon. Just make sure that Hansa and Mr. Whittle don't see you and Flicker out and about. Oh, we'll be careful, said Dash. Did Mr. Green get the cake? When her mother nodded, Dash took that as her cue and left to find Flicker. Hansa found Mr. Whittle in the marketplace talking to Mr. Green, the grocer. So I guess that's it, Mr. Green, and you'll take care of delivery, said Mr. Whittle. Of course I will. I'll have it there well before the time it starts, replied Mr. Green. Oh, Hansa, good you found me. I was hoping that I could talk to you. Of course, Uncle. What is it? It's just... I haven't been able to walk very far from the tower much lately, and I was hoping that you and I could go for a nice long walk. Maybe see a bit of the city together today. Hansa smiled and put his hand on his great uncle's shoulder. Of course. I spent the morning lying on the big hand of the clock face. I could use some walking, too. And with that, the two mice headed for the passageway and out the double doors that led to the city. Dash, however, was high up at the top of the old clock tower. When she saw Flicker, she remained perfectly quiet. Tiptoeing, she approached the sleeping pigeon. Very carefully, she picked up a piece of loose straw and held it up to his beak. Back and forth, she moved the straw, tickling her good friend. Flicker's eyes opened. What in the world are you doing? asked Flicker. Dash just smiled and dropped the straw. I'm waking you up. You're supposed to be ready to go. Remember, we're going to find a present for Hansa. Oh, yes, I remember now. It's Christmas and he needs a new toy. No, said Dash. Oh, you're right. I forgot. He just got a new job and we want to congratulate him with a new briefcase. Wrong again. He's going on a trip? And you want to say fare thee well before he shoves off? You couldn't be further from it. Flicker fluttered down from his perch. Well, what is it then? You're making a fuss like it's his birthday or something. It is, yelled Dash. I know it is. It's such a fuss. But who knows for what reason? Search me. No, I mean it is his birthday. Remember? We are going to go and find him a present for a surprise party this evening? Flicker nodded his head with great enthusiasm. Of course, of course. Why didn't you just say so? Going on a trip. Ha! A new job? Ho! 
Christmas? Ho, ho, ho. It makes so much sense now. Dash scrunched up her eyebrows and cocked her head off to the side. What do you mean it makes so much sense now? What do you mean, what does it mean? It means just that, that it's his birthday, and we need to get going. Come on, climb up. Watch the feathers, watch the feathers. I just had them trimmed. Dash did as Flicker instructed her, and in no time they were soaring high above the city of the big castle. At first, Flicker flew towards the castle on the hill, but then he pushed his left wing high up in the air and circled back to the right. Where is this gift you want? yelled Flicker. Well, I'm not exactly sure. If you don't know what you're looking for, responded Flicker, then how do you expect me to find it? Where do you want me to start, then? quizzed the bird. Dash looked around at the tops of the buildings below. Most were topped with red shingles. Each rooftop was significantly different in size than the ones around it. Finally, she noticed a flat white roof in the distance. She pointed her finger towards it. There, she said. That's where we'll find the gift. Down below them, Mr. Whittle steered Hansa down a side street of the city when he saw Flicker flapping in the wind. Would you say that again, Hansa? Sorry, these old ears don't hear as well as they used to. I asked where we were going, Uncle. Mr. Whittle smiled. Of course, of course. Nowhere. At least, nowhere specific. I just thought the streets would be a good place for a stroll today. Isn't the weather wonderful? Hansa nodded. It is. I think spring is fully in session. Just last week, Dash and I were over near the train station with the big field. It's covered in dandelions. There must have been hundreds of thousands. The green field was bright, bright yellow. Mr. Whittle stopped in front of a long, thin pine cone fallen in the street. He sat down on it as though it were a park bench put there just for him. He motioned for Hansa to join him. Have you ever been on a train before, Hansa? asked Mr. Whittle. No, never. Have you? It must be scary. They go so fast. Yes, yes, they do. Once, your grandfather and I caught the 8 a.m. train to a village on the other side of the city. Now you just show up with a good trade in hand, and the train mice will make sure you get a good spot. There is order and expectation, but not back then. We had to run the entire way to the station because I had woken up late again, and I've never been the athlete like your grandfather. My grandfather was an athlete? Oh, yes. I could almost keep up with him, too, though I think he actually slowed down a bit for me. I sure loved your grandfather. He was the best friend a mouse could have. Hansa turned the conversation back to the train. So, how'd you get on the train, then, if the train mice weren't there to help you? Mr. Whittle thought a moment. Back then, all the mice would gather under a room in the station towards the rear of the train. People boarded on the opposite end, so it was a safe place. Once the train had pulled into the station, we'd all run across the platform with lightning speed and then scurry up the wheelbase to find a place to hold on. It was mayhem every time. You just hold on? asked Hansa. We just held on to anything we could find, 
Boy, it was a lot of fun, but it was not safe. And everyone is fighting over the good spots out of the wind kicked up by the train. Thankfully, times have changed. Hansa pressed in a little. How is it different today? He asked. There's organization. Everything is in order. First, you bring your trade, something good, maybe a piece of apple or a string or a paperclip, something useful. Then you line up in that same room I told you before. But now there are ropes and places to queue. When it's your turn, the ticket mouse will lead you to a tunnel they built under the platform. It empties right under the train. But instead of just searching for a place to ride, the mice have built a compartment underneath every train. Oh, it's a sight to see. And if your trade is really good, maybe a small bag of nuts or something, then you get to ride in the best part of the compartment, first class. There you get free tea or hot coffee. Hansa shook his head in amazement. And you've ridden the train before since they've made the changes? At least two or three times a year, always to the same little village on the other side of the city. I have a friend named Nutkin who makes my trousers for me. He's the best in the world as far as I can tell. The two mice laughed. Up in the air, Flicker glided to a soft landing on the white-topped building. Dash carefully climbed down. What is it, Dash? asked Flicker. It's Hans's gift. Don't you recognize this building? Can't say that I do. Then again, they all look the same to me. This is where Martin and I found the dandelion root for Hansa, remember? Flicker nodded. Oh, yes. This is where your pudgy little brother nearly broke my bones with his death-defying drop from the side of the wall. Ooh, ah, I can still feel the pain. Dash just ignored him. I'm not sure it will still be here, but I remember seeing something. It would be the perfect gift. Why didn't you get it before then? Dash shrugged her shoulders. I didn't think about it then. Well, what is it then? The suspense is almost worse than Martin. Ha! Just wait here, Dash said. I'll be right back. Flicker took that as his cue to tuck his feathers into his sides, drop down over his legs, and close his eyes for a little nap. Meanwhile, Dash walked to the edge of the building, just across from where Martin hung from the side of the opposite building. Dash looked around. At the base of the little edge of the rooftop, there were tons of pieces of trash. Wires, paper, and pieces of plastic were strewn about everywhere. Dash got down low and dug through the trash. Erupting upwards with a shiny object clutched in her hands, she yelled out that she'd found it. I've got it, Flicker! She ran back over to her friend. He was snoring very loudly. Flicker, Dash whispered, but he did not move. Flicker, she yelled. Flicker shot up into the sky like a rocket and then fluttered back. What is it? Who woke me from my deep slumber? Who dares disturb the bird when he sleeps? Dash just stood there tapping her foot. Are you through... Yeah, I'm done. So, did you find it? Dash showed him the gift. Really? You think he'd like that? I think he'd prefer a good coupon for a feather massage. 
you know, one right behind his neck. Oh, he'd like that very much. He would, would he? I think you'd like that. Maybe that's what you'll get on your birthday. When is your birthday, by the way? I don't have one. Pigeons aren't born. We just spontaneously appear out of thin air, sometimes out of thick air. Dash shrugged. Fine. No need for a birthday present then. It's in the summer. It's in the summer. Dash climbed back on a flicker and held tight to his feathers with one hand while holding the gift close to her body with the other. Back on the streets, Mr. Whittle is taking Hansa in circles. Haven't we already been down this street, Uncle? Oh, yes. But once is never enough. This time we can go down backward if you like. We can see the street in reverse. Hansa spoke up. Uncle, you're acting very strange today. At that very moment, Mr. Whittle looked up over Hans's head and watched as Flicker and Dash flew back towards the tower. You're right. In fact, it must be all this walking. Why don't we go back to the tower, and I'll lie down for a bit. Hansa shook his head a little and followed the older mouse back to their village in the old clock tower. As they approached the double doors, Hansa spotted Martin leaning up against the wall, tossing a rock up and catching it. Hansa, good, you're back, Martin said. Why, do you need me? asked Hansa. Martin stepped in front of the doors. Oh no, I'm just glad you and Mr. Whittle are back, that's all. Hey, do the two of you want to throw this rock around with me a little? Not today, Martin. Great uncle isn't feeling the best. He needs to lie down. Mr. Whittle spoke up. Actually, I'm feeling much better. A good rock toss sounds perfect. Hansa pushed past Martin. Well, you two can toss it then. I think I just want to go home now. All that walking has worn me out. Mr. Whittle now tried to stop Hansa. Really, Hansa? How about a cup of tea? Hansa shook his head. Another time, uncle. Martin and Mr. Whittle caught each other's eyes and just shrugged. Mr. Whittle got in front of Hansa to climb the rope up to the passageway. Every couple of handholds, he stopped and pretended to be out of breath. Just let me rest here for a minute. With each pause, Hansa grew more and more irritated. Finally, after what seemed like a very long time, the three mice made it into the passageway entrance. As they walked in, everything was perfectly quiet. Martin mouthed to Mr. Whittle without making any noise. Mr. Whittle just shook his head. Well, thanks for the walk today, Uncle. I'll see you later. That's all right, Hansa. I'll walk you to your door. Martin chimed in. Me too. Okay, sure, said Hansa slowly. As they approached Hansa's door, the three mice heard a crashing sound. It sounded like it came from Hansa's home. What was that? Hansa asked. Oh, that was just the mice upstairs on the next level. They've been banging around all morning. As Hansa grabbed his door handle, he turned towards the two mice following him. Okay, thanks for walking me home. It's been a strange day. See you later. Martin and Mr. Whittle just stood there smiling. Hansa turned around and opened his door and walked in. 
Surprise! yelled the dozens of mice gathered in Hans's home. There were streamers strung across the ceiling. Mr. Green stood next to Mrs. Shorttail, and her hand was a cake with a lit candle in the center. Dash was clutching something to her chest, and right outside the window was Flicker's giant eye staring in. For he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, for he's a jolly good fellow, which nobody can deny. Everyone sang. Hansa didn't move. What is all this? Dash stepped forward. Happy birthday, Hansa! She handed him his gift. It was a metallic bottle top. It was black and had ridges around its edges. Painted in the center was a tall oak tree with a small little cottage at its base. It's the country, Hansa. I thought you might like to hang it up to help you remember. Hansa didn't say anything. Tears welled up in his eyes. You guys are throwing me a surprise party? And to think, I didn't think anyone knew it was my birthday. Thank you, everyone. Hansa went around shaking the hands of all the mice who were there. They sang songs, they ate the cake, and they told stories. The funniest moment of the party, however, was when Mrs. Susan's children found some crayon pieces and wrote Happy Birthday on Flicker's beak when he fell asleep. Remember, with each episode, you did both the audio and the ebook. Put them on all your devices and choose your next series at storymoment.com. We hope you enjoyed Hans and Dash in the City of the Big Castle, copyright 2016.